look, if you don't want to make that change within yourself, it's not going to get better. This might not apply to everybody, but if you feel like you're rock bottom, okay, and you're hoping for a better day, but you literally are doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, that's a definition of insanity. You are provided with a choice every day. You are provided with multiple choices throughout the entire day. Take that choice, make that change. You've identified a problem. You're saying you're rock bottom. Got it, you're there now. There's only one way and it's up. So change your mindset, use that choice and go a freaking different direction. Love y'all, Faceman VTT out. Day three of retirement. As an infantryman, I was asked if I could clean the sink. So let's look at this. Definitely some kind of grime on there. And I open up the cabinet. What do I use? Nothing comes to mind. Like my experience is my skill set. Nothing. Wait a minute. Everyone knows this is how you clean everything. Infantry retired. Just take a second. Uh, uh, would you like a military discount? Uh, oh, do you offer one? Uh, Honestly, oh, cap oh, of the yeah, day. CC's Pizza is the county fair of restaurants. You go in there, you look around, you feel a little bit better about yourself, then you realize that you're in there too. Tell me I'm wrong. Well, let's be honest. You know, not everybody's made for this life. It's scary. You know, you gotta jump out of a plane while it's moving. That's not natural. It's high, it's, it's fucking wet outside sometimes. It's snowy, it's hot, it's dry, it's shitty. Who the fuck would wanna be airborne? Best job, fucking best job I ever had. by Nick, Dave, and Buddy. Real warriors making fun of other real warriors. Try to not get triggered. <laughs>
from Vet TV and JC. And as usual, I'm joined by Nick and Buddy. Happy Saturday. It's fucking six in the morning here. Jesus, what happened? Jeez, seven. Oh, yeah, I'm this morning. Fight show was brutal. You know, I have, the, I have that hard retired life where I went golfing and drank a bunch of bourbon and then did a fight show, drank a bunch of bourbon, and now I'm awake. Like, oh, terrible. Every day, repeat. Such a tough life. El <laughs> 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 well, Paso, you only need to make $12 an hour to be rich. So, yeah, I'm good. We, we Whoa, <laughs> I grew up El, in El Paso. Nice. Yeah, that's uh, I, I live on the, the new west side, the new money, they call it. So, gotcha. Yeah. Hey, did you guys know that uh, El Paso is actually Spanish for the Paso? The Paso. Yeah, I tell that so, people all the time. You guys know. <laughs> yeah. I always go, gracias. That's Spanish for thank you because I've been in El Paso for three years. So, I'm pretty mm-hmm. much fluent. Pretty much fluent. <laughs> <laughs> Hola. <Love it>. Hola. <laughs> could be worse. You could be like one of those students. We had a, uh, a sergeant major at one point that was our first sergeant, left the 2505, went down to El Paso for the sergeant major's academy, got divorced, met a Spanish woman, came back, and wore a gold chain outside of his shirt and started oh. speaking with like a Hispanic accent and was, <laughs> was, uh, was, was brothers with all the Spanish people in the, in the battalion. And they were just like, you know, we remember you when you were just a normal, nerdy white dude, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> El Paso makes yeah. me hard, man. Yeah. I was uh, probably a nerdy white guy when I was a kid. Hey, Joel, how old are you? You were there with for the cartel wars, huh? Uh, actually, I wasn't. I wasn't uh-huh. there, but I'm 47. So, um, I you know I moved there in '87, and then. Ooh. Was there for there a you go that's a that's a great commercial for uh ranger central coffee makes you make you young look yeah, at that makes makes you young. Look young. At you. i'm 47 yeah, jesus christ it's his lighting it's his lighting that's why he still looks that goddamn good yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's the wrinkles. no he's beautiful man <laughs> so they, i think he might take over jc's vtt's heartthrob we'll wait for the females to respond we'll see what they say so <laughs> we'll see what the fan mail says <laughs> My 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 wife would would be actually very happy with that. Yeah. She's the only reason that I come on the show is because to get to, to, to get attention. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, babe, these girls like me. <laughs> that's that's the first thing we got was, hey, bring that guy on again. He's gorgeous. That's the first yeah. thing I got yeah. from him. <laughs> BTT's heartthrob. So yeah. yeah All right, let's. Content was, but damn, look at his biceps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's taking steroids now. We don't know what I'm talking about. But... Yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea what he's talking Not right now. Yeah, all these Ranger guys, they go on deployment, come back three months later, like 400 pounds heavier. Like, Swole. <laughs> well, yeah, and a, and 100% there's muscle. two categories of Rangers, right? Yeah. The smart Ranger and the strong Ranger. So. Yeah. The breacher and the guy who carries the, jet, the, the, the goose stuff. So. <laughs> the, uh, the, the strong Ranger always looks swole. The smart yeah. Ranger... Gets testosterone apparently. <laughs> apparently, but all right, Dave. What we got? Wake up. Well, we got yeah, we got a conspiracy as usual. All right, and uh, for those of you that are watching, this is how we kickstart the dumpster fire. So uh, there are some pictures up. I know Chris put them up for us right here. We can't see them unless we go to Facebook. Um, so we're going to talk about the uh, high school photo. <laughs> the Ural. It's I don't even know how to pronounce it. Ural Kolat. Zihali incident, Dead Mountain incident, and Russian is that language. The one is European is that the one European language you don't speak? Uh, yeah. uh, I don't speak Russian. Well, you can't, I don't know. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't Russian European. 
you can't really consider Russia a European either, buddy. But uh, there's Actually, Europe, Europe, they tried. They tried to take over Europe. They lost. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> it's, it's in both Europe and Asia. So. Yeah, well, well, I guess Eurasia. Yeah, but it wouldn't be considered a European country. Dude, we're smart, Mike. We, uh, <laughs> but anyway, so we're going to talk about these hikers that were hiking Dead Mountain and ended up dead. So this happened back in 1959. Um, a group of 10 hikers set off on a hiking trip uh, to conquer Dead Mountain. They call it Dead Mountain because there was uh, no wildlife, harsh terrain, like nobody went up there to hunt, like literally nothing could survive up there. Um, they head out. These guys are experienced as they've done multiple hikes together. Um, partially into the hike, one of the guys was like, hey, I'm getting knee pain, everything. They're like, well, you need to go back because you're not going to survive this hike. He ends up going back. The other nine keep going and never return. Okay. Eventually, you know, family's like, hey, where are these boys at? Um, so they send out a rescue team, police, uh, the military went out there as well. Uh, they come up on the tent that these hikers had and uh, realized that it was cut from the inside. Okay. So like they, they escaped. They were running from something extremely fast. Some of them didn't have their boots. All right. Some of them didn't have their clothes on. Um, never went a mile out. Yeah, about a mile out, they find the first three bodies, um, part of partially naked, okay, um, cause of death, hypothermia. Um, a couple miles later, they found two more bodies. They were by a tree, and it looked like that they were trying to climb up the tree, okay? The tree was missing branches and everything. Um, same scenario, dead of hypothermia. And they found the next four bodies like a couple weeks later, and uh, these guys were missing eyes, uh, missing their tongues. Um, had severe trauma to like the chest, but internally, like they were hit by a fucking car. Um, severe trauma to the head as well. And uh, there was radiation on them as well. Um, and here's the thing, I don't know why they would be testing for radiation, but they found radiation on them as well. Um, until this day, nobody really knows what the fuck happened. So there's a bunch of theories out there that it was, you know, they came up on a site where there was military testing going on. Um, they a robbery, uh, chupacabra or Bigfoot or whatever. Chupacabras are in Bigfoot. South America. Yeah, I don't know. Like a Russian Bigfoot, whatever. Everyone um, knows this. Russian chupacabra. Damn space aliens, man. Aliens, aliens, aliens is is a theory as well. Because um, supposedly there's always strange lights in, in the sky over there. Um, you know, monsters, whatever. But till this day, uh, they still don't really know what happened. Avalanche, Okay. But I don't know how, it, you know, the brain damage and all that good stuff. So my take is, after looking into this a little bit further, I think they got slaughtered by, like, a Russian, like, military group or something. I think they stumbled upon something. That Russians wouldn't do that. Um, and they got slaughtered. Because initially it's like, okay, maybe it was a bear or something that fucked them up. But then how do you explain the missing tongue and Bears gotta eat. shit? Like, that's some fucking, that's some savage shit that went down. So... I don't think it was an animal. I think it was military uh, radiation as well. Like, why was it radiation? I don't know. Obviously, nobody has the answer to it. But my take is military. They came up on a site that they weren't supposed to see, and then they got slaughtered. And that's so. So I, I want to challenge your your uh, your Mike. You're first in the shoot if you want to. You know, I, I want to challenge the research skill. Uh, your research skills here, real quick, because Look, that I did this when I was drunk last night. All right. That, well. <laughs> I, I think that's the case because the picture on the lower right is, in fact, Nick at about four thirty this morning. Yeah. <laughs> that the is beard, me. the eyes rolled back. It that's, yeah. I mean, tell me I'm wrong. 
A lot of people have wished to take my tongue out, so they're still going after it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Won't he just shut the fuck up? Nope. Sorry. (laughs) So, Mike, you can give us your take. Looks like a guy that was drinking bourbon all day and fell asleep in the snow. Uh, The only, the only, the only thing I can't explain is snow in El Paso, but as I understand, that happens on occasion. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mike, what's your take? You can be first in the shoot. You can give us your take. What happened on that mountain? What do you think? You know, how did they die? I space aliens, man. Aliens I mean, like that. Unexplained trauma to the body. Yeah. You know, something that isn't readily, you know, if they wandered onto a, uh, you know, some type of Russian military installation where they can do hit them with trucks. I mean, you'd get and shot. That's how they, they literally explain it too. They said like the internal trauma was as if they were hit by a vehicle. Yeah. So, so this was definitely some type of, you know, blunt force trauma. I'm thinking like, like a force field beam from the alien sheep ship that just freaking smashed them all. Uh, you know, they probably uh, were visible in the craft of some kind and everyone was frightened as hell. They started trying to climb trees and shit, thinking they'd get away. Not going to happen. You're going to die too. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's, that's definitely some space you, alien uh, shit. Mike, when, I like when that. You said, when you said about the force field, but shooting thing, all I could think of was like a couple aliens that look a lot like Nick and Dave. Had a, like one of those photon guns, and like Nick shoots them, and they like you hit by a truck and die. And Nick just looked at it. And he's like, "Whoops, turned up too high." <laughs> so it's pretty interesting what Mike said because I didn't even speak uh, talk about that. But they did say that there were um, the Russians were testing some force trauma shit, at, like a bomb that could create force trauma. I, I I read that as well. So you're bringing up something that definitely could have been a possibility, which I think leads uh, back to military, all bombs, you know. Create- Trauma? No, but it's like it was like some special oh, bomb that can it, it's some I don't know, buddy. I don't know concussion bomb. Man. Yeah, maybe maybe it was a concussion bomb. I don't know. But, yeah, but uh, it yeah, does the, talk about that. You you didn't say that, that there was like uh, any outward burns or or nope, explosive nothing. trauma or anything like that. Nothing. It was just like you like you said they'd been they, yeah. they were smashed with something. Correct. And then yeah, the, the fact man, that they started running, aliens. you I'm know, like you. they were in their tent. They're like, "Fuck this, we got to run from whatever is coming," and then they ran, you know without boots on, without their clothes, some of them. Yeah, weird shit. Okay, so aliens is usually my take 95% of the time because that's what I always talk about. Yeah. yeah, But a good take, Mike. I appreciate it. JC, what you got? So I think that the military did it to them. Mm-hmm. And it's not – and I don't even think – so I don't even think this happened. Like, I don't think it was <laughs> like – right? I think what they did was they got these bodies and they cut them all up and they planted them out there so nobody would go into that region anymore. And that would explain, like, the radiation uh, because they had already been killed somewhere else. And then they they transported them there and did all these things and said. Now, I say all that to also tell you that there's an article in National Geographic about actually what probably happened to them. But that said, uh, I like my... You use the primary source? We use Google. Yeah. (laughs) National Geographic has a theory and it's not half as sexy as my theory. See, see, typical officer move there. While while (laughs) the rest of us are are just coming up with this, he's actually doing research. I mean, you know. Thanks for ruining the conspiracy. (laughs) We don't want to know what really happened. Google said otherwise, okay? (laughs) My dad said this happened. (laughs) So my dad could beat up your dad. So that's what happened. (laughs) All right. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to go with. All right. George, your take. Got on mute. 
Strong Ranger. Yeah, Smart Ranger. Hey, <laughs> um, I think the radiation comes from, look, if you're in Russia in a lot of areas, you might stumble onto some radiation, Chernobyl, some of the other disasters. So mm -hmm. maybe they came across something. And, um, and it sounds like to me, like they got far enough up that uh, maybe some tundra wolves came into it, like a wolf pack came into their uh, campsite. And maybe one of them even breached the tent and got in. And then they were had it inside eating them and attacking them. So there's a reason to to leave the tent. And then they're all running around. You know, these tundra wolves can get up to like 175 pounds. Tundra wolves. So they have a mouth that could eat a tongue out if they want to. Um, and they would rip people apart. So I would say a wolf pack maybe could do it. Interesting. There's only one <laughs> radiation, wolf in the pack. The radiation... The radiation would already be on them because that's normal in some parts of Russia. Just maybe they visited Chernobyl before they went up there. Hmm. So, I, I like tundra wolf, tundra wolves. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I never would never have thought of it. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Tundra I mean, it, it, that's a good theory. Um, the only thing that I always think that I thought with that theory is the fact that like no animals would even go up there to hunt because it, it's dead mountain for a reason, but maybe, mm. They figured out that, you know, these hikers they were found a way. It's like, hey, here's some fucking lunch, you know, or dinner. Let's go get it. Um, and there were no visible scars, or like scratches or anything like that, you know. Because mm. um, the first, the first, what, four or five that died was hypothermia. Like, they were yeah. just straight up frozen, half naked, you know, no boots on. And then the other mm. ones that died, those were the ones that were missing eyes and tongues and shit. Gotcha. So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was wolves, though. You never know. Uh, tundra wolves. Tundra wolves, yeah. That doesn't sound as cool if you just say wolves. It does. Tundra it wolves, does. Tundra wolves yeah. gives it some, you know, some mystique to it or whatever. Yeah. Buddy, yeah, what's your take? What's your take? I hate the fact that I know more about this theory than, uh, than, than, than some of you might. Uh, first of all, it wasn't uh, just a group of hikers. There were college students uh, mm -hmm. that were coming from the university. Hikers. Yeah, but it was mixed with uh, women and men. Uh, first, one one first woman. Mistake. One woman. First mistake you took. No, it was took one woman. Never, never take a lady uh, to go on <laughs> a weird hike. Uh, secondly, um, they, uh, the area, it, nobody was there for a long time, but yep. they, they, they reported, people have reported going up there, and there's some weird electromagnetic and frequency um, modulations that go up that were like making them feel woozy, lightheaded, a bunch of other stuff. So the one, one theory is that they were up there, uh, they got. Uh, you know that happened and then they just kind of lost their shit it was like they were drunk or messed up or whatever and uh they were in their tent they tucked their way out and then they just ran around like fucking idiots it's kind of like hitting a nitrous hit when uh, or, uh, and, uh when you're diving and you get drunk and then start taking off the mask and doing dumb shit and die kind of the same thing as their theory that it happened uh and, and i think there are a lot of uh, natural anomalies that don't uh, don't really have a lot of explanation because you know, when you go there, you die. So we don't, you, you mean uh, people in Key West get drunk and scuba dive? No. No, if you go deep enough, you get enough. Uh, <laughs> uh, not the Army guys. They wouldn't them. do that. You get, you get real drunk. I uh, Well, we did our <laughs> deep dive. I got drunk, kind of. I felt drunk. And then a shark swam by, and I got real sober, real fast. So I was like, whoa, this is the fucking shark, guys. It's a big it's a The big man shark. in the brown suit came. Nope. So what's up with the missing tongues then and the missing eyes and shit? Um, people that are like, people, people can do weird shit to each other. You know that, right? Of they, course, like, of course. They can like cut each other's tongues out, stab each other's eyes out because they think that it's a way to get away. Because 
when you're scared and, and if you're hungry, there's a lot of nutrients in the tongue. I heard it's not even food, but people just some good shit. Yeah, tacos. Like I heard they call it uh in, in Juarez. That's a delicacy. But um, so no. they were drunk and they got they, they went crazy. Is basically no, not drunk. They got the altitude sickness. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's basically it's not even altitude sickness. They, they actually. Buddy, I'm trying to help you out. <laughs> they actually use part of that scenery to try to figure out which is the animal. That we could do Hey, tell the airport to shut up. Yeah. Tell the airport to shut up, buddy. Yeah, right? say, I'm, I'm on the show. show. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the show. show. The problem is calling for these douchebag after you guys put on the damn plane. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we can't hear what Buddy's saying anymore, but good take, buddy. Nick, what's yeah. your take? Uh, so, I mean, this is obvious. Okay. Uh, I've been thinking about this for a good three minutes, and uh, it's. You know, I, I know I'm Jason. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What Nick means to say is that while everyone else was talking, he was memorizing the Wikipedia page. So, Nick, go ahead. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No, I actually was uh, thanking you for the stars on the page. It's your first person to ever send us stars. So, <laughs> I think it's like two dollars. Right? Yeah, if you're, if, you're not worth, if you're not worth two ninety nine, goddamn it, who is? Yeah, yeah. Who is? I mean, somebody's got it. I mean, this is a tax write off. You know, so he was, he was three dollars over budget. So that was good. That was good. Gotta wait till we reach hundred though to cash out. So. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, obviously, JC was watching Jack Ryan's uh, Shadow Recruit, you know, and that's where he got the he got the you know they planted the radi fake radiation there to keep people away. So I, I like that, and like I said, I base all of my knowledge off of movies and TV shows. So uh, that's this is exactly how this happened. So if you look at the time, right, and then you watch you watch the movie Three Hundred, you know, where they send the little boy off into the wilderness to kill the tundra wolves, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and to do all this, that was actually Putin at seven years old. <laughs> okay, they they sent Putin to Siberia, right, to train, and you know, and it, he ran into these hikers, and this is, you know, maybe like this is my mission, like I have to prove my worth to the KGB, right? Please and you know, so, rode up on a bear. In your yes, yes, so, with a shirt on. Where do you think they got that picture from? He was just reactivating it, you know. And I, you could rule out aliens because there was no anal damage, right? Everybody knows when they're when. When the aliens come, they probe you, right? Everyone knows this, right? So it's a science, right? Fauci said it, um, and it, it's just, it is what it is. Uh, so no aliens. Um, I, I like JC's theory, but we all know it was Putin. So I'm going, I'm going with Putin. Okay. At, se at seven years old. Is that, is that how old he is? Am I even close to that? So see, Putin. I got, I already got agreement on the chat. Oh, yeah, see, it makes sense oh, yeah, now. Ten percent. Oh, yeah, ten percent. Yeah, Brady Powell uh, says it all makes sense now. Okay. You're welcome, Brady. You're welcome. Yeah. All right, I'm here for you. I'm here to clear everything up. Mike is actually in the chat. You could have just said it, but I feel yeah. dumber after hearing all of this. <laughs> Everyone's GT score just dropped seven points. That's okay. I know. S I know. S one. They can fix it for a bottle of uh, Grey Goose. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's how I got into Ranger School. I went to S one and gave him a bottle of Grey Goose. They changed my uh, GT score, so I go. Was good. <laughs> I you know, can see that now. I'm out. I'm out. You're out. You can do it. They can yeah. bring your ass back you know, in too. Yeah. <laughs> funny, funny story. Yeah, yeah we'll talk to Troxel funny, about that. Man, you send that little blackbird in my backyard. <laughs> that was a great okay. Story. Good take. Good take. Some say it was aliens. Some say it didn't happen. Some say they just went crazy. Wolves. Yeah. And then next Poop. take. I like that. Yeah. Poop. For sure. So all right, all right. Well that 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 was a bit of a dumpster fire. 
Yeah. Buddy, do you have an honesty cap? If we can't hear you properly at the airport, then I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Well, Al- I mean, Alex, I, Alex has a friend that's a ranger. Well, guess what? You just made six new ones. Well, not Dave's not a ranger. He didn't do anything. But uh, yeah, so you just met five. <laughs> so, there you go. We're all friends now. <laughs> Dave, Dave, Dave was, he was too good for ranger school. He would have punched an RI in the face. I'm not, a, I'm not a ranger. I, I just played one on TV. Oh, that's right. That's good. That's, that's reality. Movies. All right, buddy. No. Sorry, buddy. What yeah, you got, man? So, uh, so, so, I don't know. I feel like uh, there's a not really an honesty cap. It's really just a uh, open it up for discussion thing. But uh, so we're fought, we're we're shooting down Chinese balloons. So we shot something down in uh, in Alaska the other day. Apparently, we're sending t- uh, tanks to uh, Ukraine. Chinese the Chinese are mobilizing like a million troops. Uh, Russia's unhappy. Iran is putting all their stuff down in their bunkers. Um, I mean, to me, it looks a lot like we're all getting ready for World War Three, and uh, the, I see a lot of people like saber rattling and talking about how how they're all ready for it. Come, let's get this and this that and the other. Like, what do you guys think is uh, our job as retired or old veterans to uh, to kind of tell people that maybe they need to sit back and and like. Let's talk about this. Do we really want what you guys think that you're asking for? Like, we've all been there. We've all done that. Like, is it time for veterans as a whole to stand up and say, hey, look, if we have to go to war, cool, we got this. But maybe we should take a second, oh, stand up and say, take hey, a look, deep breath, have a drink of some vodka cool. or some bourbon, and then figure it out. Maybe we should take a second. JC, your volume's on. Drink some vodka or some bourbon, and then but I like it because uh, then I can hear myself back. Sorry about that. Interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I would think, uh, are you done, buddy? Is that it? Yeah, he just oh, yeah. wants a discussion on this. Yeah, part. yeah, yeah. Um, I, 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 you know, I always hate, you know, lumping, you know, disenfranchising a, a minority, which veterans are a minority of people in the United States. Uh, so when we say that all veterans know what we're talking about, we've already proven that on our page is not true. Uh, <laughs> a lot of veterans don't know shit. Uh, and they, they come at you with that. You know, those are the ones you're probably talking about. It's like, yeah, we'll fight a war. Like, okay. You know, and my, my good friend, Josh Sullivan, he watches once in a while. Uh, old Josh Sullivan, Ranger Sullivan said, you know, when people do that, he goes, are you ready for your grandkids to fight that war? Yeah. Like, are you ready for your son to fight that war? Because you're going to fight it, and then they're going to fight it. Like, are you ready for that? Because that's what's going to happen. So, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I, I always you know the, the ah, let's go fuck up China crowd. Like, hey, easy. You know, we probably would, but come on, think about it a little bit. Yeah, that's my take on that. I'm with you, Nick. Um, you know, obviously, we've, we've seen combat. We've, we've been through the depths of hell together. You know, some of us served in the same platoon. Um, and thinking that that could happen on our own soil, and knowing that our loved ones, kids, you know, would experience that kind of like what you just said, Nick, uh, fuck that, you know, like if it yeah. happens, obviously, you know, a lot of us will know how to react and stuff, but fuck that. Like, I don't want that. What's well, sorry, major box you know? says, Hey, daughters will fight it now too. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, I, you know, my, uh, my, you know, the, other, the other thing that people don't really think about is that, you know, it's one thing to talk about going and fucking up the Taliban. It's one thing to talk about messing up uh, Al Qaeda or ISIS. China's got planes. 
Yeah, Russia's it's, got planes. It's also different when you're and talking about it on it's your a own soil. different when it's peer to peer. You know, yeah, correct. Like, correct. It, Look, not to not to say that there should be scary. We have better stuff. Granted. We do. We do. But it isn't going to be as like well, let's just go roll over Russia and China. We're it's not going to be a thing. JC's ready to. He's he's but, he's itching over there. <laughs> look, look, here's the deal. We're already at war. We are mm-hmm. at war. We have to. The, the United States of America has to recognize that war doesn't look like it did in Afghanistan and Iraq. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. at war and we're losing. So they can say, "Hey, let's go screw them up." Yeah. How many? All our kids probably have TikTok on their phone. Okay. So the information operation and the campaigns that are going from both Russia and from the Ukraine, and from China, they're, like, we're being being influenced right now. Everything that's being done is part of this war, and, you know, we can call it phase one, we may even be in phase two right now, but I think the next war, everybody understands the stakes of the next war, right, which is nuclear weapons, which is, you know, mass casualties, so I, I think, we're looking at war a little bit differently. We can't have the great war anymore. It's It's got to be this, this war by proxy, like what you're seeing in the Ukraine. And then we've got all this war going on with what, I mean, China is absolutely destroying us from the inside. And and we see consistently in our schools. Now, tell me this. Tell me. Drag, sh- drag shows. And look, I don't want to be, I, I'm not a xenophobe, but but let's let's be honest here. There are more American universities that have Chinese students that are paying full tuition coming into this country. We're giving out, we're, I mean, we're giving out their visas to come in because they pay full price and the colleges need them to pay full price. Otherwise, our kids don't get scholarships, right? And we're allowing this to happen. They're coming in. I'm not saying they're all spies or they're all doing stuff, but they're going back to China. And so if we don't think we're at war, so we can have all this big tough guy talk of shoot it down. First of all, that's just like you don't have any clue what's going on in national security. <laughs> okay. I do. Appreciate everybody's. Everybody's like shoot it down. Okay, because um, there aren't smart guys looking at the problem. Um, <laughs> we 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 need we need everybody's opinion on this. But but we're if we're not looking. My wife and I were talking about this the other day. If we really took a hard stand against China, the United States would crumble in about two weeks because everything we have is made economically. Yeah. Yeah. We we would, we would be, we would be in a a major depression. So that's my take on it. Okay. I can see why I was invited to this show. Oh, here we go. (laughs) You were invited to like six shows. You just never show up. Well, there's that. So our our kids our kids you know the, the theory of our kids being sort of indoctrinated through tiktok etc their parents are being influenced by fox news by oan by newsmax because a lot of those same talking points that i just heard from jc are a to me a result of of some of that persistent narrative that we are somehow um in this crash course uh toward war because i mean Everybody on this call should recognize the four elements of national power. Military is just one of them, right? You've got diplomatic, you've got information, and you have economic. I, I don't disagree with what you said, JC, about, you know, if, if we took a hard stance on China, it would disrupt us because the, you know, majority of our more inexpensive goods are produced in China. 
the flip side of that is we're China's largest export partner. So it goes both ways. Where we used to have mutually assured destruction with nuclear weapons and, and, and the Soviet Union, we have an economic mutually assured destruction with other parts of the world. So it's not just as easy as saying, screw those guys, you know, we're, we're, uh, um, we're going to put them on, you know, we're going to uh, put, you know, trillions of dollars of tariff on, on, on their goods coming into the country because like we're, we're their largest producer or we're their largest consumer and we're their, uh, we are their largest consumer of goods and they are, they are one of our largest training partners. Uh, if India were to kind of step up and, 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 you know, take over, um, our, you know, footprint or enlarge their, uh, consumption footprint, they're close, but they're not, not, they're, they're like a distant second. Um, we, that, that could cause us some problems, but, you know, I, I, I keep hearing this, this persistent narrative of, of how these, these near peers were so close to, you know, whatever. And then all this other politically motivated talking point bullshit that goes on with our schools and drag shows and all this other shit. That's, that's noise in the atmosphere. If you want to talk about information operations, those are the kind of things that keep us distracted from paying attention to those, those, uh, those near peer adversaries. Those are the things that keep us from focusing on what is Russia really doing and what is their aim with Ukraine? Um, what is China's uh, real um, sort of objective with their uh, expansion in the South China Sea? What do they really want to do with Taiwan? We're too busy worried about bullshit uh, and, and Twitter than well, we are things like be. that. Well, hold on. So wait a second, Mike. So for clarification, JC mentioned China and then mentioned the economic part. And it sounded like you, you invalidated it a little bit, but then you came back and said, yes, China. And then, and then you mentioned economic and these other things. So, well, just that the focus on, on war, you know, or starting a war with China, the China hawks, uh, you know, turning that into some type of generational near peer conflict, like that doesn't ever need to happen. Like there are way too many, there's too many pieces of connective tissue between us and the PRC economically and diplomatically yeah, for something money. like that to ever go. Yeah, like, well, I don't think well, anybody so, would, I, I see what you're saying, Mike, nobody would benefit from it. And then like, it, let's talk about nuclear war. Like who the we're all dead. Like who's going to fucking start that shit? You know, if China launched a nuclear, then we're going to launch our nuclear weapons and then in the end, fucking nobody wins. I don't think I don't see that. Well, as nobody ever wins in war, right? But we're talking nuclear here because we, you know, Buddy talked about nuclear war possible or you know whatever they're scaring us with. But it's true, like nobody fucking wins. China needs us too. Their economy is thriving because of us. Uh, I, I heard a good. Uh, I heard a nonpartisan so economist. You, yeah. I heard a nonpartisan economist talk about this a little bit about two years ago, and you know. They're talking about like the national debt and you know the trades with China and you know he was sitting there think about it this way he was like he was like we give China paper or digital numbers in a computer right we give them thirty million dollars on a computer transaction and they send us rubber right they send us actual product you know and it's like we don't and then there's another good book to read uh, the Age of Genocide uh, the Obama's uh, UN secretary. Uh, she she does a really good job of explaining certain conflicts and why we didn't get involved or we got involved, uh, and it was always money. Like there was there was there was some senator in Arkansas that had a five hundred million dollar grain credit to Iraq in the eighties. So when they were gassing the Kurds, they blocked that action from calling it genocide because if you called it genocide, then they couldn't trade with them anymore, right? And there goes your five hundred million dollar grain credit. Like bye, you know. So Arkansas is like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're not gonna call that shit.
Money uh, is the root of all of it. Ethnic cleansing. There's also something to be said about... Look what you started, buddy. And I don't and I don't watch OAN or I don't watch any news. But what I do want to tell you, Mike, is I think that you're overemphasizing the requirements that China feels towards us. In the last three years, they have increased their refined petroleum product as an export about tenfold. Okay. So before I would argue, yeah, you're right. You know, computers, telephones, those were their leading exports. We are the number one consumer of those things. But their refined petroleum over the last three years, by their own accord, has gone up. You know who's using refined petroleum? It's not us. It's Liberia, aliens. Pakistan, it's Chile. <laughs> it's the okay? reptilians, actually. They are starting to see the that, I mean, they're making the change. I, I think they're being very, very thoughtful on making the change of, we cannot be over-reliant on the United States, especially with what they're doing. So, and I'm not, I'm not calling for war. I'm saying it's already here. We've already done it. Well, yeah, the information war has been, yeah, it's been happening. And now what we have to do is figure out how do we minimize the casualty in my mind? And that's the economic casualty that'll cost. And they've, they've said, I mean, you can read Mao's philosophy from, from, you know, 50 years ago, it was about changing the culture of the United States, which I do think that they're doing very effectively. Yeah. Well, it, well, here's a here's another theory, and not to not to grab my aluminum cap out. Wait to uh, interrupt, but uh, well, sorry, but it is my honesty cap, Dave. So shut the fuck up. Yeah, did you anyway, read the fucking script, Dave? Here's a this uh, is here's a theory. Here's a theory, <laughs> that, uh, and I don't want to grab my aluminum, you know, hat or whatever. But uh, you know, there is a mutual beneficial, or or, or mutually beneficial thing that, uh, that that some people are also talking about is the fact that you know we talk about the consuming of uh, goods services from the United States of China and Russia and uh, you know we send food all over the place well there's also the fact that the world has too many people and in order to control an amount Ooh, of people you need control. less people um, so if China has less people and we have less people and Europe has less people then we we, we set the clock back about a hundred years and then we're more easily controlled by the uh, the world state or the dark state or the fucking whatever you want to call it. Right? No, I'm a, I'm a big say, fan. Are you saying that we want less people? I didn't catch that. Hell yeah, they do. If you, so I, listen to a, I listened to an interview um, that Elon Musk did on the whole, like, you know, we're overpopulated. Um, and he talks about it, that we're actually underpopulated. Like at the rate that we're going right now, like just in That's the U.S., less people are having kids, and and it's he, expensive, he, right? No, he also brought it up. Like the easiest way to see is how many diapers are sold, and then who the diapers are going to, and it's actually going to the elderly instead of to the kids because nobody wants kids. And then China, you know, they had that rule. Nobody in the state ten, 10 years ago they could only I have want a certain diapers. amount of kids. That's that's no longer a thing. Um, and he talks about this, and we're actually decreasing in population, where they're giving us a scare that you know. We're, it's too many of us. Now it's actually, he says, if we continue going down this trajectory, it's going to be a big problem. So our population is actually decreasing right now. What population are you this talking is, about, Dave? This the is the United population? States. I'm just yeah. United yeah, States. You're not talking about the global population. Though. And then I talked about China as well, well buddy. China, Look, China does it the right way. They just kill everybody, buddy. All right. But anyway, but the, you know, hey, so everybody needs to let me let me say something. Here. Yeah, Joel, what do you got? Yeah. 
I, I've tried to like several different times, and the only way is to just jump in. So, yeah, um, so, 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 so on China, something that everybody needs to look at is is China's Belt and Road Initiative, and they've come out and they've said that by a certain time, that they basically want to be the superpower, and they're going to achieve it however they can, and that's their initiative. And as of like 2022, there was like 151 countries that were enrolled in this Belt and Road Initiative. And basically it's the, you know, it's a world trade. They looked at America for years and they're like, we need to do what America was doing. So it's not, it's not a secret that they want to become the number one power um, and they'll do it however they want. I'm of the mindset that uh, I could care less, you know, about global trade. Now, companies are, are heavily embedded into trade logistics and all this kind of different countries but america just as a country that it's self-sustaining we have farming we can manufacture we can do everything we could keep it all here if we wanted to are we going to no high percentage you know high probability the answer is no and it would it would hurt too bad for all these companies to basically you know change their supply chain the closest we probably have gotten to this was during COVID, where companies realized they they fly 20 hours to China, and then, and then you know they get everything cheap. But now everything isn't really that cheap anymore. That that is, you know, sent over from China. It takes however long to get here by you know container on a ship, or it's being flown over. That's expensive. But but after COVID, people really realized they're like, wait a second, this is a supply chain nightmare. And when this breaks, we can't get anything in. So they, in the last couple of years, have been basically leaving China and going to Mexico, which I think makes a lot more sense. It's a you know, few hours away from most people, other than the cartel issue. Um, but I've been to Mexico a lot in the last couple of years, and it cartels one thing. But in terms of manufacturing, maquiladoras and all that kind of stuff, I mean, you're in El Paso. Um, there's a lot to offer there. So um, a huge trade right here. Yep. A lot, yeah, of, a lot, so, of, a lot of houses on the mountain. That where you make your money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, people coming over from from cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cocaine. Yeah. yeah, but you know, you you look at at, at initiatives like this, this uh, the the Belt and Road Initiative, the, the 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 New China or the New Silk Road, the Silk Road Initiative, um, and people who don't understand the four instruments of national power look at something like that as as China's insidious influence on the rest of the world, how China is trying to take over, like, like as a sovereign country, they don't have the, the ability or the right to do that. I mean, they're a, they're a competitor. So we have to look at this as what, what do competitors do? They compete. So, you know, China purchases farmland all over the country, all over the world. Right, right. Yeah, right. Like, but, and, and America's one of the only countries actually in the world who allows that to happen. So most places you go in the world, you can't even buy property or or open a business unless you have some sort of percentage with the indigenous uh you know people that live there. So, you know, that's my always my comeback would be like we should be more like Denmark. I'm like go over to Denmark and try to get a fucking job. Hey, I mean, you know, that we the way we work, that's that's the free market. That's our system. So, you know, if if we don't like shit like that. I remember in the late 80s, early 90s, there was all the concern about Japan buying up uh, uh, real estate in the US. And and there was grumbling and mumbling about that. And it's like, then, then, I mean, 
you you must not like capitalism because that's capitalism, man. Capitalism can exist in a country without, you know, people who aren't citizens coming in and participating in capital and purchasing out the entire country. Yeah, like, oh, that's, it's that's not the, why, it's not the entire the, country. The, the king I, of Hawaii I, I, didn't let I'd the love Japanese to see, vote. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see what the actual percentage is and not not just the rhetoric. I, I'd like well, to know. It, you know. it could become a problem. So in Texas, there was a there's the greatest country in the world, Texas. And there's lands being purchased right next to Air Force bases and the senators and, and the governments really looked into it. In in Houston, the the consulate or the Chinese embassy was one of like the biggest spy ring embassies going on. They had to shut it down. So is that funny? It's well. What's funny is, and this is go back goes back to the balloon <laughs> thing too. Is that a good like, one? <laughs> like what 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 do you think our consulates do and our embassies do in every country of the world? Yeah, there, watch, Jack, always, watch Jack there's, Ryan. There's always an element of intelligence gathering. Every well, single course. place well, there's a, I, I'm there's a U.S. That. government. I'm just saying it's not right. I, I mean, I don't. You know, yeah, so, it's, it's a good opinion. I guess. I, I, I guess I, I can handle all this because I, I'm the insecure one now. You, everything you all just said was bullshit. Okay, everything. <laughs> all right. So everyone, like, but Joel, Joel, back to no, no, no. Hold, 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 let me let me finish this one thing. So it, we're competitors. Competitors compete. You know, I'm going to look for the same advantage over China that China is obviously through through their you know, uh, their programs, they're looking for against us. So the real question is, how can the U.S. compete with that? Will the U.S. compete with that? And how far are we willing to go to, to, to win whatever winning looks like? And do we, actually, do we actually know what winning looks like? Yeah, I mean, you could just look at me. I win every time. Dave knows this. Like, uh, I was, uh, you know, best athlete in 1999 and voted on by my peers. All right, so it's just – it is what it is. Uh, class, class Cloud. Class Cloud in 1999, too. I, was, I got the best two best awards in high school. All right, best athlete and Class Clown. Um, but uh, anyways – beat me on the two-mile run. Good job. I did. Beat you on the two-mile run by, like, at least at – least Three seconds. Oh, Three seconds. But, uh, yeah, that's a fun story right. to talk about again. Yeah, that's yeah. why I lit up that cigarette right after I got done running. Eleven oh three, and I run yeah. up a cigarette, and the sergeant major started yelling at me, and I was just like, "He's like, are you smoking during PT?" I'm like, "Sorry, major, I just finished a PT test." Yeah, and he's like, "He goes, wait, hey, what was your runtime?" I go, "Hey, sorry, Auger, what was my runtime?" He was like, "Eleven oh six." I was like, "Sorry, major, like, good job. <laughs> See you later." But anyways, um, yeah, we're gonna skip JC's life talk. All right, because uh, we're running out of time. But I was really looking forward to it because JC will tell you how to live life. Uh, and he's really, I had a really, good. I had a really good one. Like, I was all right, really well, go, go for a minute because, uh, again, the whole we got to talk about some coffee the today, whole point too, of veteran you know? trash talk <laughs> is to promote veteran owned businesses, you know, and get that shit out there. But no, this is a, again, Mike, we, I've been inviting you for like months and you keep ghosting us. But uh, no, we literally don't know what the fuck we're going to talk about ever so like, i love it's, it it's a dumpster no that's fire. that's awesome yeah and i spend five minutes on the script uh sometimes three uh if it's a you know if it's you know if you wait to the last minute it only takes a minute exactly yeah. so i actually i actually <laughs> exactly. did it i actually did it in a golf cart yesterday but um yeah so jc give us a minute of how to live life all right kindness it's about kindness okay and this is and what we just did here because it's clear like you know, Mike and I, or Mike and Joel, we we don't necessarily agree on some some underlying principles, but we stayed civil. Like, I don't think Mike's a moron. I don't think he's an idiot. I don't think he's a bad person. I don't think right because at the at the end of the day, I know he's a good human being, 
and and I and, it, and when we all disagreed, it it didn't go to ad hominem attacks. It went to hey, here's the facts. Can you spell that? Here's my perspective. Uh, probably yeah, can't. Can, but, but I gotta think about <laughs> well, that's it. the rule on better trash talk. You can't use words you can't spell. A D H O M. That's why I'm it's, talking. Uh, about it's not true, Because if it was true, I wouldn't be able to speak. Yeah. So, it's good Latin, yeah. not bad Latin. So, so in my mind, Spanish. so in my mind, what we have to do is is have discourse, have those conversations, because that's the way we'll like, you know, I, I believe that we can actually uh, change each other's minds. I, I think that's very possible if we're open to it and we're listening, and we can come to a reasonable expectation. But it all starts with a place starting from a place of kindness. So. Uh, I know Nick's heard this and I know Joel's heard this, but like what I would like us to do is start to is start to really think about, am I starting any conversation I have from a place of kindness where I think the best of the person that I'm talking to? Right. Yeah. I like that. I, I, I'd also, I like the idea you had, uh, we talked about a few months ago was having like a, a 30 day, you know, like kindness on social media, like mm -hmm. zero negativity. Right, just I and mean, that's hard for me because I'm a Facebook terrorist. But like, it's because I just said I just had too much fun poking the bear. Like, uh, it's just it is what it is. But uh, no, I, I like that idea as well. But let's get to it. All right. So you know, thanks for the stars, Rob. Yeah, Rob sent us stars. Yeah. So yeah, not as much as Mike did. Bob, get yeah. on it. Uh, yeah. So, uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> Mike set the bar at three dollars. Okay. Um, <laughs> good. But uh, no, again. Uh, you know, we started Veteran Trash Talk a few years ago for our own therapy, uh, and it's it's done very well. And once we got the reach, we're like, okay, what can we do to help? Uh, and so let's promote veteran-owned businesses. Let's just do it. So when I, you know, we linked up with JC a long time ago. He came on the show and, uh, you know, and we, you know, I built our friendship. And, you know, I didn't even know that he was part of this company. I just thought he was trying to, like, influence it. So then he introduced me to Joel. And then, you know, Joel sent me a message saying, I don't know if I can send you the coffee because you were never in Ranger Regiment. And I was like, First well, that's, that's kind of bullshit, man. <laughs> I was like, you know, our eyes are real people too, all right? You know, like, <laughs> who do you think man. trains your Rangers, Joel? All right, it's our eyes, okay? So, um, but... <laughs> But anyways, First of yeah. all, I didn't say it. Let's let's clarify. I never said such a thing. So, so you can tell Joel never watches the show because I introduce every guest with a flat out lie, uh, and that's just <laughs> that's just how it goes. But you know, hey, so go get some Ranger Essential Coffee, okay? It's good really, stuff. It's really freaking good. It you is. know, and then they sent me this whole bean, so I didn't know how to make it. Right, so I, I put it in, and then I put water, in, and it just came out kind of like light. <laughs> <laughs> All right, like what are you? What are I you borrowed saying? the neighbor's grinder last yeah. night. <laughs> what are you? Uh, yeah, and then when I looked up grinder, I got spammed. Like, I, like you know, yeah. it's like, like what is this crap? But uh, yeah. anyways, let's no. Act like, let's act like you haven't been on grinder for years. Yeah, I've been married for a long one. time. I, not, <laughs> I was married before those apps existed. Anyways, um, but so hey, Ranger Essential Coffee. Tell us why you thought I'm going to start something new as a veteran and I'm going to create coffee. Yeah, that's well, a very that's very unique to yeah. all the other. Let, let me ask you, sell shirts too. like us that sell shirts. You, and you grew a beard, so <laughs> we're just fucking with you, brother. Yeah, no, but Joel, welcome yeah. to the dumpster fire. Welcome, JC. welcome. Talk talk about your company, Cheers. how you started it. Talk a little bit about your service. What you got going on? Well, I served in First Ranger Battalion. Uh, I enlisted in 2001 after September 11th, and I served until 2006. Got out, did some contracting, and then uh, 
was always into the entrepreneur stuff and I was actually working on the amazing race, um, in 2014 and we were moving through, uh, the Milan airport and, uh, one of the, one of the, um, camera guys is like, Hey man, do you, let's go get a coffee. And I'd already been drinking coffee from time to time, like green beans in Iraq. And, uh, and it switched from when I was younger, I thought I was drinking a coffee where I went by coffee bean and got like a frappuccino. And I was like, wow, I can't believe I'm drinking coffee like my dad. And it, it grew into where I was actually having like lattes. And then, and then, uh, and then everything changed for me when I was in this Milan airport, we went up and we went to this coffee bar and, and, uh, and we said, Hey, can we get a coffee? And, and they gave us this little cup and it was espresso. espresso. Yeah. yeah. And, and we were like, and he said, here, here. And I said, what, what is this? And then they said, yeah, cafe, cafe. <laughs> and, and I said, okay, well, you know, and I started drinking it and, um, it was the first time I just drank an espresso straight. And, uh, so I got into the culture. We were there in Italy for a little bit more and on every corner there's coffee and, and um and so that kind of like spurred my interest and then uh all the other countries that i would visit uh i've been to approximately 62 countries and um every country had its you know its own little coffee uh element and so um it just kind of drew it further and i thought you know one day i'd love to to do something like this it was right around the time where i watched black rifle coming up and um and so I looked at them and I'm like, wow, this is really cool what they're doing. And um, it was a couple of years ago. Right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I Mark, watched we, that. we just had the CEO of Black Rifle Coffee on, Ben Owen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, it's Black Rifle Company. Sorry. Yeah, go Black Rifle oh, gotcha, Company. gotcha, yeah, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I talked to JC a couple of years ago and I said, hey, I'm looking to do this. And that was like pre-COVID. And um, it just didn't launch. And and uh you know we talked about you know forming it we kind of molded like what we wanted it to be and um regiment based what we didn't want it to be and um and then fast forward you know it was uh actually we launched in like november supposed to launch in august it kept getting pushed it's just the way life is you know and so um what happens uh, you have officers there it's a delay like i got yeah, i need, I need yeah. word on one two and three before we go like yeah. what the yeah slip to the right slip to the right <laughs> so so anyways yeah we we got it launched we got it up there a lot of it also you know it evolved also um as we were we were you know kind of saying like oh it's not ready it's not ready so what i was willing to launch with with jc like you know, maybe last august it evolved so much when we launched in november um and i think i think we were actually like what we launched with um we were very happy with nice so where do you get your coffee is it mainly let's do a little shark tank is it mainly online is it in stores no it's all it's all online right now it's all e-commerce on the website rangercentralscoffee.com um so we don't discriminate you know we'd, we'd love to be into retail but um it's all about scalability and um and so right now you know we're just like a uh, slow growth slow and steady we're building our subscriptions and um and i think eventually you know we'll start getting into uh some local markets and stuff in austin looking to nice. do some farmers markets and, and stuff like that so we're small we're like you know we're like black rifle coffee before sean hannity started promoting them on fox 
Yeah. That's so so where do you get your coffee beans, I guess? Where's it? Where's yeah, what, that, what does that, that look like? We, that costs we use production it. and stuff. Pretty yeah. legit. I'm I'm almost yeah. out of the bag that you sent. Uh it's yeah. good. You're not supposed it's to eat them. You can you That's what he had in his lip earlier. That. Yeah. Yeah. That's how people actually quit coffee also is they'll just start eating a seed a day to with the caffeine. So um but no so I heard rectally the caffeine hits you faster. So the <laughs> Is yeah, that that's true. Uh, science. You heard or you yeah. tried that? <laughs> I'm not gonna. I mean, go he's on talked a, about grinder and all kinds of. Yeah, other I things got grinder and like, angle probing on. with coffee today. So yeah, Nick's Nick's trying to invent his own coffee the coffee uh, line. Also, it's like the ones that uh, that it's, whatever it's that analytics. Is. Whatever whatever that rodent is that eats him and then poops him out. He just puts him up his butt and then poops so, him out and then tries to sell him. I want to I want to I want to say something about like why I love what what Joel is doing and and what his because this was his vision i just jumped on because i'm like everything he said like spoke to me because i do think and i, I got like there's enough coffee organizations there, there's enough coffee drinkers out there that everybody can have a spot at the table right and yeah, it's great. Yeah. i i i love it that said you know people who are on both sides of the aisle drink coffee and they shouldn't be excluded from a company because of a political view of a political, you know, platform. We're not, we're not pro gun. We're not anti gun. We're not, we're not pro anything or anti anything except for we're, we're pro, pro coffee. country and family. And, and what, but whatever your God is, because again, Joel is a, is a Christian. I'm a Buddhist, right? So it's whatever your spirituality is, but it's, 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 it's about coming together as, as as americans and saying like we're all in this together and oh by the way it's just coffee right it, we're not making a political statement it's just coffee there are there are so many things that divide us in this country if there's one thing that brings us together it's coffee That's yeah 100 agreed absolutely no we had we had soldier we had uh carrie beavers on here soldier well she's the ceo of soldier girl coffee uh and you know it was just, it was fun having her on and then the whole disaster of you know let's get into that conversation on another show about the the women veterans when they attack each other is fucking brutal right um but <laughs> but like like it's you know she she put an ad out on what the history channel for uh soldier girl something coffee like yeah. something like that yeah. and it just you know and you know she was it was so awesome having her on the show and i'll get to a point here uh to where uh you know she was real nervous you could tell and you know, as that as an entrepreneur, and like I was like, what was so what what was your hardest thing to do? She was like writing that check to advertise, you know, to mm -hmm. to send that to send that money to you know the History Channel, and then you know it's like and just so what about you know what about your service? Do you think makes you a better entrepreneur, or what? Like, is there anything that correlates that to, for the viewers watching about you know having the courage to start something like that and actually just say go? I mean, that's all, that's all it was in Ridge Regiment. And I'm sure the same in the 82nd is like, it It was like you were on a leash. And so, you know, you, you're lunging forward and you're waiting for the word to say go. So, so, um, you know, for me in the entrepreneurial world, it's just like, wait a second, you're saying I can go get that now. Now, look, I haven't blown it up, you know, like some other companies and everything but like the opportunities there it's like wait i can go do that 
wait, I, I, I have a desire to do that and I can go do that. What's stopping me from doing that? That's like, I'm going to go get it. Or if, if I'm not going to get it, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go try to get it, you know, I'm going to try to get around. And so whatever it is to get the objective. Um, and so in, in what made me a great ranger also so far has given me the ability to pursue these endeavors because it's about survival and it's about, you know, being able to, you know, pick up, pack your rucksack and like, you know, get over there to the next cover concealed position or whatever it is. Um, a lot of this is difficult, uh, you know, and hard and, and, um, there's not a lot of people out there that maybe, uh, will believe in what you're trying to do. And so for me, a lot of the stuff I've done is I'm my own angel investor. Um, so I'll, I'll, you know, do, let's say if it's, you know, consulting gigs or, or whatever it is, and then I'll put that money back into, uh, you know, the things that I'm doing. So I, I think well, the yeah, open mindset, cow, yeah. yeah, the open mindset of just like there is, you know, the plan can change and all that kind of stuff that carries over into the private sector. Yeah. So those of you watching, um, again, we, there's a lot of, you, you can see it on our page as well. Like a lot of the comments, the haters, right. There's a like, and like Mike said, everything divides us. You know, we are finding some way to hate on somebody. And then like JC said, we're finding a way not to be kind. It's like, it's like we're trying, you actually put more energy into being a douchebag than you do, like, if you put that energy into, like, going forward, right, and being nice to people, it's amazing the things that can, you know, that you can, that you can do. Um, so, yeah, entrepreneurship, anything that you want to be good at is probably going to take hard work, right, yeah. and the things are probably going to go wrong, and then if you're not surrounding yourself with the people that push you forward... You know, and then, yeah, and one more thing. And then Victor, what your point, uh, Joel, was Victor Paez is a good, big, big fan of ours and friend. He's got a bunch of businesses and he's always like, and he still drives trucks. You know, it's like, find your cash cow to start your businesses, you know? Yeah. And it's like, so that's a pretty cool point. Go ahead, Jason. And, know, and knowing that failure is okay too. Right. Like, accept that. Yeah. Like you're going to stumble, you're going to come across roadblocks. Like it's keep, it's just keep moving forward, you know, eventually you'll get there. My biggest thing is always like regret, you know, like, you don't want to be 80 or 90 because then it's too fucking late. At that point, you know, like, they'll tell you, oh, you're 80 or 90. You can still start something up. No, you don't want to be laying there and be like, man, I should have went fucking for it. You know, yeah. regret, I think, is my biggest fear. So hats off, brother. Get after it, you know, and never stop. Don't give up. I'll tell you, I, I want to hit I want to hit one thing that, that's really exciting. And I think it's exciting for the for the VTT community is, you know, we're not there. I mean, we're not even close yet. But one of the things that really excited me about Joel's idea is if we could ever get to the black rifle level or, or close to it, where we could offer franchise opportunities to veterans and not that they have to buy into, but that we have investors that they'll pitch to that will invest into them getting the franchise so that we can make it because we know veterans come out and they don't have like a whole bunch of money to spend on well, to yeah. buy a franchise. We don't want them to. But we want the ability to have a business. And so we think, you know, we, and, and I remember having this conversation like before COVID is if we could create something where these, these men and women could come out of the military, get into a franchise because they pitch a business plan. They learn how to put down together a business plan. They pitch a business plan. Investors buy in and then we can give them a franchise so they can have something of their own. That's, that's really important. And we want like, that's where at least for me, 
Like my that. goal is to get us to that level where we're like giving back. I don't want to be a black rifle copy because I want to drive a McLaren. I want to be a black rifle copy so that we can give a whole bunch of people opportunities to be successful. Win-win. Win-win. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and at the end of the day, guys, there, there's, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard Patrick Murphy, the old uh, undersecretary of the army talk, but he's got a, a pretty decent pitch about veterans where he talks about, you know, veterans are, if veterans go into higher education, you know, they, they, they look for their undergraduate or graduate degree, they are far more likely to start uh, and succeed, you know, finish, achieve a degree. Uh, veterans that go into entrepreneurial uh, efforts are far more likely to succeed and build strong, thriving, verdant businesses than, than non-veterans. And, and if you uh, take the things that made you successful in uniform and apply them to the, to the civilian sector, man, there is, there's nothing that's going to stop you because uh, out here in the real world, they can't, uh, you know, they can't do the things that they, they used to do to you in the Army, the Marine Corps, wherever you were. So uh, it, it's, it's a little bit lighter of a lift. And, and frankly, uh, some of the stresses that, that go into building a business are, are remarkably comparable to some of the stresses you experience in combat operations or in, in you know, sort of the run-up to a deployment. You know, the yeah. time stress, the deadlines, the, 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 the constantly juggling multiple deadlines, multiple projects multiple fo areas of focus at the same time. So yeah, if, if, if you've got the, you know, the gumption and, and a, a little bit of the resources to jump in the fight, man, absolutely jump in. I think the other thing is that, you know, there's a, there's also a, uh, a degree of, you're not, you're not, it's not that you're scared of failure, but your metric for what failure is like, okay, like if I, you know, you talked about going to, to higher education or starting a business, whatever, like if I don't get this done, nobody's dying. You know what I mean? Like nobody's mm -hmm. going to die if I fuck this up. The only thing that's going to happen is that I'm going to have to restart or I'm going to get set back a little bit, but I can yeah. reattack it. But, but I won't die. Like I'm not, like it, when you're, when you're, when you're, when your yeah. definition of, of, of failure is death, Everything else is like, eh, it'll be fine. Yeah, but yeah. did you die? No, it's yeah. funny. It's funny, buddy, you're saying it because uh, Megan, Dave's wife, is in the chat right now, and she's kind of just like laid all that out what you just said. Uh, and so that's kind of funny. But yeah, and a quick plug for Megan. That's her real estate company. All right, and that's a, that's what Dave works for. She does has, hires veterans and has them on the Skill Bridge program. So if you need a house, go hit her up. Um, Quantum Realty. I, yeah, I sell houses now. You as well. can't make commission. You can't make commission yeah. yet. I, yeah, my fingerprints aren't back yet. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I have mean, to wait honestly, till June. if he if he <laughs> can't wait till June, if, yeah. if he can't make commission, that's the best time to get him to sell. Like exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Think you yeah. Can't Where pay. where's Quantum at? Where's Quantum? Quantum in Phoenix. We're in Arizona. We're in Arizona. Oh, gotcha. It's surprise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We need some houses out here in Scottsdale. We got some really nice places. You know, just I got I got there. my real estate <laughs> license also here in Texas. So. Nice, nice, good shit. Yeah, very nice. Everybody's third out, man. Third out. Yeah. yeah, it's still sure. a good market out here, man. We got it for sure. There. Well, yeah. our our fake Asian producer, the Marine, has to go early today, uh, and his lovely oh. mom is in town. Uh, hi, Carrie. How you doing? She usually watches. Uh, hey, so Carrie. That, Carrie. Uh, hey. Yeah, she's from San Diego, <laughs> which is uh, Spanish. We won't go there. Um, but anyways, uh, like <laughs> that one we're talking about, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Mom. Something to do with a whale, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're not gonna we're not gonna put that in the same sentence. As Carrie. <laughs> Carrie, Carrie's too awesome of a person to say that. She is. Um, she is. But uh, hey, uh. Mike, thanks for coming on uh, and, and joining the crew and like uh, helping the dumpster fire get kicked off. 
Uh, that was that was legit. Uh, hey, and ne- the- next time, next time you need some accelerant, I'm your guy. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But uh, hey, buddy, before you get passed up by all the active duty guys getting on the plane, let's do a little AR. Ooh, I didn't read that part of the script. No, I think but, I it, uh, but I got you. I got yeah. you. I'm, I'm actually supposed to do the AR. I just wanted you to do it. I'm putting it on. Oh, that pitch. sucks. Because I, like I said, yeah. I didn't even think. Uh, anyway. He usually yeah. writes notes down when says, <laughs> well, I'm in an airport. I can't really just write down notes. Anyway, Death Mountain, don't go there. Apparently, you'll cut your eyes out, yeah. bite your tongue off, or have an alien. They don't even, they don't even probe you. They just kill you. It's yeah. horrible. Yeah. Or you get hit with a bag of radiation by the military with, with a truck. A bag know. of radiation. Something, something <laughs> happens. It's bad. Also, if you really want to stir the pot, just start bringing up China and Russia in a group of veterans. And uh, <laughs> and it works. It works real well. You don't have to say anything. You no failure there. China, Russia, talk. And then and then that works out. Uh, and then uh, check out uh, Joel's Coffee at uh, Ranger Central's Coffee. Like, I legit have been drinking it for the last uh, week or two, the bag that he sent. Uh, and I personally use it for my pour-over and because I'm, I'm snooty like that and I have a pour-over. Uh, so, anywho, uh, it's good. It's good. <laughs> and uh, they, they should call it, like, Ranger Essentials Heart Palpitation because it definitely gets you kick-started. So, nice. there you go. All right, Dave, close us Joel, out. Joel, final last words. You want to shoot that link out one more time? Rob's asking in the chat. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's rangeressentialscoffee.com. Okay. We're going to we're gonna post that, too, after the show. Hey, Dave, if you, drink Rangers Essential, if you drink Rangers Essential coffee, will you break out or die? Or Maybe. You never know. That, like, give you the I mean, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I mean, you have, you avoided Ranger School so much. Like, that's what he's talking about. Like, does it actually fortify your your testicles with the nutrient? No, no, no. I got big balls. Go I, I, I got school? big balls. I don't worried about that. Oh, and then before last word, because I like I love to talk, uh, and it's and, and it's again like JC said, everybody could have a seat at the table. Like, I have Fire Department coffee right here. Okay, I have Ranger Essential coffee. I got Black Rifle coffee. I got uh, you know the old the guy we don't like. I got his coffee. Um, you know, and it's like he's just like, <laughs> the guy we don't like. We you like know what I'm too. talking about. You know what I'm talking. We don't like yeah. him anymore. Oh, so, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have his yeah. coffee. Um, again, so it's like. You know, <laughs> buy it all. Just like, why buy can't you all. just keep, buy, like get get support yeah. better-known businesses? Just do it. All right, go ahead. If you're gonna get a subscription, just get a subscription to Ranger yeah. Central Coffee Company. Right, right. Hey, great show, Joel. Thanks for coming on, man. Great stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna order stuff. another bag, and I'm not a big coffee drinker, but uh, it's definitely I'd say it's healthier than drinking those fucking monsters. So you know, good stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna get some Thank more. Nice, um, but it's organic, single yeah. origin. Hey, look, the other thing is, right now we have uh, Valentine's uh promo going so Ooh, got a sale going on that's 20 percent off yeah love Ooh. wreck 20 is that where you get your present for your wife that you're gonna use yeah that's crazy <laughs> good stuff and we'll push that out um mike jc pleasure mike it was a pleasure having you on jc's been on a couple times you know um great show overall jc brought it up earlier like we had a bit, bit of a disagreement going on but it was great how we handled it. You know, like, I think I think that sets a fucking example of how everything should be handled. Like, have a disagreement. It's okay. We'll talk about it. And and, and then we're, we're good to go. I was actually into- waiting for the name yeah. calling to start because it's been a really long time since, yeah. you know, a ranger yelled at me in front of people. So I was kind of looking forward to it. <laughs> well, there were no yeah, knife hands no, or anything. The knife hands yeah, were about no, to come out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no name calling. I just... 
I, I love healthy debates. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That was a prime example of how it should go. I like Everybody tuned fires. in late. Go to VeteranTrashTalk.com. It has the links to everything. Check out GruntWorksClothing.com. We got some awesome apparel. I don't think anybody's wearing a GruntWorks no, shirt. No, I'm wearing an Ultimate Sacrifice Foundation. That's who okay. we donate to. Nice, nice. Go to ShopNotVeteranTrashTalk.com and check out some of the – Go ahead, no, buddy. No, I'm just going to no, stop no, trying to close no, this out because you you're fucking interrupting. You it's a dumb Get on the fire. fucking plane, buddy. It's a you know what Joel fire. failed to mention is that um, failed, Joel. Ranger, Ranger Essentials Coffee is also fair trade. So, <laughs> man, hitting all, checking all the blocks. I love it. I like it. Nice. We'll catch you all next Saturday. Hey, there's little surprises oh. everywhere. All you guys can stay on. You guys can stay on. Yeah.